from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Screeners. This is Chad. And I'm Daniel. And we're back again to talk all things media. This week, it's just Daniel and I as we talk about Pixar's latest entry into the world, Cars 3. We're also going to talk about our top three Pixar movies of all time and, in a twist of fate, the bottom three as well. Mm-hmm. So it uh, should be a fun episode. We've got lots to talk about. So, uh, Daniel, you ready to go? Let's do it. All right, let's get right into it. Welcome to the main event. The IMDb description is as follows. Lightning McQueen sets out to prove to a new generation of racers that he's still the best race car in the world. Get ready for what's coming. More speed, more horsepower. More of everything. McQueen is fading! Fading fast! You'll never be the racer you once were. You can't turn back the clock, kid. You can wind it up again. All right, Daniel. So here we are. It's our annual Pixar release. Pixar obviously is known for some of the greatest films in cinema history. The first, you would know this because you're Mr. Oscar. Were they the first animated feature to be nominated for Best Picture or was there one before them? There was one before. Beauty and the Beast is actually the first one. Beauty and the Beast, okay. And actually... It's the only true nominee. That was back when there were only five Best Picture nominees and, right. and Beauty and the Beast made it in. So then Up was the second. Right. Okay. Okay. So in any way you slice it, they, they're definitely known for quality. They're known for releasing films that entertain children while at the same time resonating with adults. I think it's also fair to say that the first misstep that most people seem to attribute to Pixar was Cars, the original Cars. And I don't want to get Which I too, disagree with. I'll right, get to that. Right. And, and I, don't, I don't want to get too deep into that, too. We'll talk about, obviously, in our top and bottom three that spawned Cars 2 and then now Cars 3. What I want to do, Daniel, is let's just let's just give our general thoughts about Cars, and then we'll jump pretty quickly into spoilers so that we can talk uh, unfettered. But I do want to ask you, um, without spoiling too much with your top and bottom three, is what is your relationship with this trilogy in general? Are you on the train that thinks the original Cars was the first misstep, and uh, how do you think Cars 3 turned out? I am not on that train. I think car the first Cars was a legitimately good movie. Uh, yeah. I don't think it's a bad movie. It's it's definitely like t- lower tier. It's not nearly, you know, I wouldn't rate it very high up on my list of favorite Pixar movies, but it's a good movie. It's not a bad movie at all. Right. So I do hold, look, there, we said no spoilers for our bottom three. I'd be shocked if you and I have different no, worst Pixar movies of all time. There's a very clear, <laughs> obvious we'll answer see. for what the you worst ne- one is. You never know. Uh, maybe mine might be Cars 2. Uh, so, <laughs> look, it, Cars 2 is such a misfire. Um, it, it honestly changed the way we saw Pixar. Up until Cars 2, really, they were kind of... Uh, Infallible. They were kind of a perfect studio. Yeah. Infallible, exactly. They were perfect, um, essentially. And some people like didn't like Cars as much, but most people, st- I mean, it's still got like a 75% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, it's still right. positive. Right. So, Cars 2 is terrible. 
Um, and so going into Cars 3, my expectations were so low. I knew they were just doing it for money, and I still think that. But that teaser trailer, man, that teaser trailer it's for good. Cars 3 it's good. was fantastic. Yeah. Um, it blew me away. That's probably my favorite Pixar trailer ever. Uh, I was shocked at how good that was. And so that to me, I took that as a sign that they knew Cars 2 was terrible. They needed to do something different with Cars 3. So after seeing Cars 3, I can definitely say that trailer was a mislead. <laughs> um, no doubt. No uh, doubt. It is The movie didn't go in much of a new direction at all. But that said, it's a huge step up from Cars 2. They took away much of the cartoonish spy nonsense. They pushed Mater back to a very small role, which was smart because he's freaking annoying. And... <laughs> And he was the lead character in Cars 2. Anyway, uh, so and then and then more importantly, the, the themes that they added um, were fantastic. The themes of getting old and feeling like you're being replaced, and right. and that's what I liked most about this movie. They nailed the message that they set out for in Cars 3, and and we'll talk about kind of the end. We'll we'll, we'll get into spoilers there, but I thought it was handled so well, and that's what I walked away with the most were the themes of this movie. The rest of the movie was fine uh there were some decent racing moments some funny jokes but like i said ultimately it's nothing new here but there's also nothing really bad i i, I didn't walk away uh, thinking any particular part of the movie was terrible so right. um we're left with a fine movie it's it's far far better from cars 2 but it's still pretty far down on my pixar rating okay okay well, I am going to be in agreement with you wholeheartedly when it comes to the original right. cars. Not only do I not think that it's that it's pretty good, I think it's great. I love the first cars. Awesome. I love the theme. I love I love everything about it. I love the characters, the setting, and I was one that was on the train of I don't understand the hate for cars. Now, it yeah. it followed a murderer's row of great movies. I understand you got Monsters Inc, Finding Nemo and The Incredibles. And so compared to those, it's probably a step down, but that's one of the main things that I wanted to talk about before we get into spoilers here, um specifically in in as it relates to Cars 3 is that I really do think that Pixar is a victim of their own success and they are judged to a standard that is not fair to them. Now, you know, mm. Crimea River, <laughs> but they are essentially their everything that they release is essentially judged against previous Pixar works. It's always automatically the conversation revolves around, well, what tier of Pixar is it? Yeah. Is it mid tier, high tier, da 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 da? It goes into this whole thing of which we don't do that with any other studio now even yeah, with, even true. even with marvel and even with these shared universes sure we may compare them but not like this it's literally like unless this studio makes an absolute masterpiece it gets kind of pushed down a little bit and so i think part of what i'm seeing because right now cars 3 is at like a 65 percent on Rotten mm -hmm. Tomatoes, which means it's dangerously close to almost half of the people giving it a negative review. And for the life of me, I do not understand that. In a, in a summer where, or, you know, we're getting things like Despicable Me 3, which I'm <laughs> sure is fine, but when you rate 
when you just stack Cars 3 up against most animated pictures, it's a clear step above that. I mean, this film is gorgeous. You mentioned some exciting racing things. I do think that there's, I do think that they miss an opportunity to make the race, racing more exciting. But in general, visually, as, as, you know, is usual with Pixar, it's stunning. It's absolutely gorgeous. The themes, I think, are so on point. Now I know the joke will be because I'm the old man of the podcast and so I can relate. <laughs> but I think I think the idea of talking about a once great champion aging beyond his prime is a yeah. beautiful story to tell. And it's it's something that all of us are going to deal with at some point in our life. All of us are going to get old uh, if we're lucky enough to get old. And we're going to have to deal with not being able to do the things that we used to be able to do. And that's what I love about Pixar is that they are so willing to take on serious topics and themes and still make a movie that my five-year-old will love. And he sat right beside me and laughed at Mater and laughed at uh, Lightning McQueen. He was really freaked out when he first saw Lightning McQueen with no um, paint on and it was just a primer. <laughs> he turned to me in the theater. He's like, Daddy, that's not Lightning McQueen. He's not red. And so it's just, you know, it's funny to, to see all those things. So my overall opinion of Cars 3 is no, it is not a masterpiece. Certainly it's better than Cars 2, but to be fair, most things are. Yeah. But Cars 3 in general, I think is getting a little bit of a bum rap because of Cars 2 and because of the annual let's grade it against Pixar against itself kind of thing because I think unilaterally across the board this is a really good movie is it great no but is it really 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 good yes it's it's cute it's funny it's entertaining it's a little it's a little on the nose it's a little bit kind of on its sleeve with its themes but overall, I really did like this movie a lot. I, I really, really did. And so I, I've kind of just been a little bit flummoxed at how so many people are negative. I don't know. I, I think you liked it a bit more than I did. Uh, honestly, I I, I, sure. I I don't disagree with anything that you're saying. Didn't but it land. just feels – yeah, it just, it just feels like You're the young punk rookie me. that's coming in and trying <laughs> to take my job. Well, that's obvious. <laughs> uh, but uh, – but no, I mean, I, I totally agree. Like I said, the themes were the things that I loved the most. Um, as far as the animation goes, I agree. It, it's great. But I think back to even like the good dinosaur that the animation in that movie, sure. I think is is better than here in Cars 3. And that was like two or three years ago. I agree. Um, but, but to be fair, though, I think the good dinosaur may be the most visually stunning of all Pixar movies. Sure. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, it's, it, like, so, it's, but, it's mind blowing how good the good dinosaur right. looks. And so that's that's the thing is uh, I don't know I just I I felt like you're totally right we're judging Pixar against itself I don't know how else to do it because sure. they are they're some of the best animated movies of all time so I'm judging it against the best animated movies and sure. you know it happens to be all pretty much all Pixar <laughs> right. so um, you know I don't know I, I I I liked it though I did like it and I agree I think Cars is getting a bum rap overall and that's just because of Cars too mainly I agree I agree okay Daniel well, before we move into spoilers uh, unless there was was there anything else that you wanted to talk about specifically before we go into spoilers. Not spoilers, no. Okay. All right, so before we go into spoilers, then, let's give your recommendation. Is this something that is theater-worthy? Uh, should people wait for a rental, or should they skip it altogether? I think it's definitely worth the theater. Um, I'm, I wouldn't be super emphatic about it. I mean, if you like Pixar movies, for sure, go see this. You'll love it. Uh, or if you have kids, definitely take take them to see this. If you're kind of amb- uh, ambivalent about 
animated movies or the cars if you don't like either of the cars movies uh then then you probably won't like this one either but uh, i think most people will enjoy seeing this in the theater okay i'm going to also agree but a little bit stronger there that i think this is absolutely theater worthy it's better than a rental quality um although you'll yeah. certainly enjoy it if you if you rent it i think the i think they definitely righted the ship from cars to hey daniel before we go into spoilers for cars 3 let's talk very briefly about the short lou I thought it was delightful. I thought the animation must have been so complex. Wow, yeah. Um, creating that, I don't know what you would call it, lost and found creature yeah. uh, uh, was was fantastic. So imaginative, so original, and uh, and actually a little bit emotional. A little bit, yeah. uh, you, you really felt for that bully kid and, and yeah. appreciated his change. So, man, I thought that was delightful. I actually had no idea about this short. For, usually I know what short is playing before the movie and I had totally forgotten to to see what it was so I was totally surprised and I loved it. No, I agree Daniel. It was at first the first you know couple of minutes when I was trying to get my bearings and I thought it was just going to kind of be some kind of story about bullying, some kind of message. I wasn't sure where it was going to go, but the the longer that it went and and you are not kidding the inventiveness that they had <laughs> in just the things coming together and trying to escape yeah. and get back in the box was really really spectacular and man did i love the way that it ended not just the flashback to, yeah. the, to where you saw what was going on uh, in his life but the way that they showed it lose name in lost and found wow it was so so delightful really good yeah All so right. good so with that let's move into spoilers for cars three the first rule of fight club is you do not talk about fight club well you look nervous is it the scars you want to know how I got him? But there's so many places it would never occur to a hawk to hide. However, the reason the Führer's brought me off my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware of what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity. And in the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. He's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. And then I woke up. All right, so I have a question. Okay. Uh, you went with your son. I did. How did he... How did Cole like the ending? How, or how did he respond to it? What specifically about the ending? That it... Lightning Queen retired. Retired. You know, I think at that point for him, he was, I don't, he's not old enough yet. He just turned five. So he's not quite old enough yet to understand the intricacies of the race car and who's the coach and who's whatever. And so he didn't really have a reaction one way or the other that was negative other than he, negative or positive, other than he just really liked seeing the cars race, you know, and he just, and every time it cuts to Mater, he laughs and he just likes these characters in general. I think he's still just a little young for the intricacies of the, of that kind of moment. You, however, you seem to mention that you liked that was, did you like how this wrapped up at the end? 
I did. I did. Um, I thought it was fantastic. You could kind of see it coming from a mile away. I mean, it wasn't exactly a hidden message there or a twist ending. I thought it was what I thought it was great. I thought it was well deserved. I mean, um, I've heard this compared very appropriately to the Rocky series, you know, um, right. uh, not in terms of quality or anything, but in terms of story. Um, you know, we just saw the Rocky franchise do this exactly it's a great theme even though we've seen it before it's it's something like you said this is all this is going to happen to all of us uh and so i think it's really appropriate and i think it's i think they handled that really well yeah i have to be honest at first i wasn't sure if i was going to like it i felt i felt like there might be a scenario where lightning mcqueen crashed again and she had to come in or or he gave it his best and he didn't win but he realized through through what had been happening during his training that he really was fulfilled by being the coach I thought it was a little bit convenient for him just to kind of pull in and be like <laughs> yeah. okay now you go in that's, but that's really yeah, that's, that, that's really nitpicking uh, for sure I love the idea of because I've seen this I've seen this myself now I am I'm not old enough yet that I'm not still in the game people I'm still in the game I'm still <laughs> kicking okay I'm still on the track but I have reached the part uh, in my life and in my career where I have begun to, not that I haven't always, but more specifically and intentionally been working with younger people and teaching them things about what I do and how, because they also want to be in the same field. And there's no doubt that there is a certain fulfillment that comes from that. So again, I think this this theme of passing it down from one generation to the to the next is is really strong and i think it works as the backbone of the movie so i did like the way that it goes now some of the more cynical among us are going to say they're just trying to franchise extend and have a new you know have a new racer oh i hope not oh i hope not (laughs) and and to be honest with you i think there's a probably a pretty good um possibility no you don't think so no, I don't. Well, no, I think there's a possibility. I hope it doesn't happen. They, they, I think that I, I did enjoy this movie, but I think they've gotten all they can get out of this Cars franchise. Wh- wh- where are they going to go? I mean, where are they going to go? I don't, I don't want them. I don't want a Cars 4. Please don't make a Cars 4. That's you. all I can say. <laughs> I hear you. Well, I will say that uh, from a bo- box office standpoint, it was number one. It had a domestic gross of uh, $53.5 million. So it's definitely going to be in the top 10 somewhere. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe, but it'll be towards the bottom, it looks like. Which is where I have I don't it. remember. Okay, did we all? I don't remember where I placed it. Did I have it in my... I'm trying I, I, to remember. I don't remember. I think I had it for me like number eight or something like that. I must... I must have, because obviously this is going to make a lot of money. I'm, yeah. I must have had it. Well, but here's the thing, and I'm not sure how wide it is uh, outside of the United States yet, but the domestic take for the weekend was only $21 million. So I think, mm. obviously, they've got some more territories that they need to open in. But it does seem to be um, a success, but not a huge smash. And I think we can honestly attribute yeah. a lot of that to a lot of people are still going to see Wonder Woman, which looks like it may actually be, it hypothetically, Daniel, could be number one, which yeah, none of us Yeah, it is killing picked. it. <laughs> Have you seen that chart of the biggest drops yes. of all the superhero movies? Yeah. And Wonder Woman is was it number one number or one. the least drop? Yeah, the least drop. That's two, two, two weekends in a row. Uh, so, That's so amazing. the drop, the next drop was was even uh, less than the first. It's really impressive. So, getting back to Cars Three, so, uh, the reason I asked about your son's reaction is I was obviously in a theater full of kids, and I. I I don't have kids myself, so I'm just kind of trying to read the room a little bit. Right. And I I felt like there was a little confusion 
right. why why isn't lightning racing? And then sure. also that was kind of confirmed. I was talking to a friend of mine at work who said that he took some of his uh, some some kids to to the movie and they were they were mad that Lightning yeah. McQueen wasn't racing anymore. And so I, I don't know. That. I was just curious how that yeah I can would see that. that. <laughs> I, I can see that, and I also can see how it would be confusing too. Because honestly, I was a little confused because he said Lightning McQueen says at the end. I'm not done racing. <laughs> and so oh, that's true. I'm just like, is that a metaphorical you're not done racing? Like you're still in life's <laughs> race or you'd like literally mean you're, you're not done racing. <laughs> so I did, I did think it was interesting, but so you mentioned it, Daniel, with the trailer, um, with a, with a, a crash, which, you know, let's be honest, Pixar is known to open their movies with some pretty heavy stuff. We've seen people yeah. die and, and all kinds of other things. But this is probably the first time that we've seen, even though these are, you know, anthropomorphized, cars we essentially see him really get hurt um yeah. in, in, a, in a very dramatic kind of kind of crash and so what was your what was your reaction to seeing that my my reaction to the crash itself i thought it was good um and it was surprising when it cut to radiator springs to see him in primer that was right uh i thought that was that was funny and also you know it felt like it kind of resonated that he's kind of being torn down. And so, yeah, I thought it was good. It wasn't quite as emotional as I thought it would be from the trailer. Right. I thought that would be kind of that really. I thought that would be kind of a climactic big life change. And it honestly really wasn't. It wasn't. Um, That's true. It, it, it was just kind of like, a oh, crap. I got to try harder now. Like it, 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 he didn't really at that point, he didn't want to change anything about his life or do anything different. So yeah, I don't know it, it, the, the trailer. Uh, that's all those, all, all of those feelings, all of those feelings are coming from my reaction to the trailer. So that's sure. kind of unfair to judge me from what the trailer made me feel. But yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of how I, I felt about it. I think that that area in, in the movie is honestly probably, after the crash is probably where it kind of slows down and drags a little bit. And yes. and a lot of people have complained about it being somewhat boring. And I think, I think there was a missed opportunity here. I liked them going back to radiator Springs cause I love all those characters. I don't think they utilized them very much. I think it was just like, okay, I had a wreck. I'm better, but I'm not going to give up. And then he, then he leaves. And then, you know, he goes on to this whole endorsement thing with the, the new, the new car who's bought uh, Rusty's, uh, the new owner Sterling and all of that stuff. I, I, it makes sense from a plot standpoint, but it really wasn't that interesting to watch. Uh, I yeah. did like the demolition derby in the middle. I thought that was really fun. Yeah. And, and from an action standpoint, I thought that was really pretty cool visually. Yeah, uh, it was. I thought that was really, really nice. And then after that, he goes to Mater and in, in typical Mater fashion, he accidentally gives him some really good advice. And I loved, I absolutely loved all of the stuff with Smokey and going back into the old bar and seeing mm-hmm. all the old washed up racers. And I just really thought, I thought that from that moment uh, to the end, I thought was really, really very good when they're, when they're dealing with the theme and when they're on mm-hmm. point with the theme, I think this movie is really singing. Um, and when they're trying to just tell the story, it gets a little bit bogged down for me. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So overall, though, it sounds like we're both uh, both pretty positive. Daniel, anything else that you wanted to, to say uh, before we wrap this up for Cars? Please don't make a Cars 4. Please uh, <laughs> make original movies. I would appreciate it very much. Thank okay, you. Okay. Um, are you looking forward to Coco? Did you see the trailer in front of your film? You know, funny story about that. No, I did not see the trailer for Coco. I've seen it online, but I didn't see it before the movie. Uh, if you go to my Twitter, you'll see a video that I posted uh, from before my screening of Cars 2, my theater freaked the heck out. 
they the the screen froze up. They were trying to work on it for a while. The audio it sounded like a <laughs> demon was manifesting behind the screen. Nice. Um, it comes. And at then night. they almost they almost accidentally played the Atomic Blonde trailer. They started playing the audio <laughs> of it, and then they quickly cut it off. It was oh, it was a man. mess. That's uh, awesome. But but I have seen the trailer for Coco, and I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah, it looks it looks nice. Well, I think that's all we have to say on Cars 3. Daniel is positive, but mildly so. I am a little bit stronger positive and think that, uh, that this is a worthy entry uh, into the Pixar universe, albeit not necessarily among the best, but definitely worth a watch for sure. So with that, let's move to our top three. Three, two, one. The top three. All right, Chad, for our top three, we actually have a special treat. It's dual lists today. We're going to talk about all Pixar movies, top three Pixar and bottom three Pixar. All right, so we have now with Cars 3, 18 Pixar movies. And like we were saying earlier, you know, Pixar has been known for quality. They have been for, for largely for I don't know how many years of their studio, maybe 15 years or so they were they had a nearly perfect track record so picking our top three might be a little more difficult so because our top three is going to be so uh so excellent to talk through we also wanted to talk about our bottom three like we said earlier it's pretty obvious what both of our lists are going to end with when we talk about our bottom three there's a very clear and obvious answer so chad and i chad and i both agree cars 2 is the worst pixar movie because that was so obvious we decided let's let's go ahead and make it our cars 2 memorial list yep. and we'll make it our bottom four and we'll just have cars 2 be unspoken as the as the worst one <laughs> our bottom three minus cars 2 all right so let's go ahead and start with our bottom three chad what is your third worst pixar choice so this one was a little bit difficult for me because there were a couple that were fighting it out and i'm actually a fan of this movie again it's one of those where i think people retroactively in their minds they think it is worse than it actually is i think it's really pretty good but because they've done so many movies that are awesome it is what it is and i guess i should say too the way i put my list together is now and i know this is all subjective so hang with me Instead of trying to pick my favorites, like this is my favorite or my least favorite, I tried to objectively decide these are the best movies. Like, they're made the best. It has, I mean, I, that's that's what I went for. And I know, ultimately, it's all boils down to what your favorite is. But that's the approach that I took. So, I think, in that case, the third worst is A Bug's Life. Wow, I did not expect that. I did, and here's the a thing: I re- I like a bug's life, but when I was looking at ev- everything else, it is. But when I was looking at everything else, that because we've taken Cars two off the charts, and then I was looking yeah. at everything else that could be in there that's not my number two and my number one, you start getting in there pretty, pretty, pretty tight. Yeah. All right. Wow. Okay. So that's a that's an interesting pick for your third worst. But I, <laughs> but I do agree with your reasoning. Uh, I I was going to say something similar. Um, I, I really I really consider Cars two to be the only truly bad Pixar movie. I, I think there are others that aren't as good, but none that I actually dislike. I other than Cars two, so agree with that mostly. All right. So that said, my number three worst Pixar movie is. Cars 3, oh, actually. Boo on you, Daniel. So uh, okay. so obviously I won't go into it, but uh, yeah, I think that's the third worst Pixar movie, even though I do enjoy it, you know, quite a bit. 
Uh, pick a bug's life kind of rates beautiful butterfly. It kind of rates mid midway up my Pixar list. I, I enjoy okay. the movie quite a bit. Okay, that's fair. So, uh, all right, back to you, Chad. Number two worst Pixar movie of all time. This next one for me is one that uh, is pretty obvious. It's the Good Dinosaur. I think it is yeah. beautiful, and I, and as I mentioned earlier, I think it may be the most beautiful as far as just a visual feast for the eyes. But ultimately, it's not bad, but not good. Just kind of right in the middle. Just kind of, okay, I see what you did there, and disposable. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, so my number two worst Pixar movie of all time is Finding Dory. Whoa. Um, Okay. Finding Dory, the more I – like I came out of it liking it okay, but the more I thought about it, the more I disliked it. It is just – it's dumb. Again, it's okay. Like it's not a a bad movie, but I just think back to that stupid scene where the squid drives the truck and it makes me want to retch. So you put it all just on one scene, Daniel. Okay. Yes. Eh. Eh. (laughs) All right. So now we're to the worst Pixar movie Ever made minus Cars 2. What is your choice? This may be controversial, but I don't care. I stand by it. It's brave. I saw something that day. Something I'll not forget. It stands 12 feet tall. With razor-sharp claws. His hide littered with the weapons of fallen warriors. His face scarred with one dead eye. I drew my sword and... Trump! Dad's leg was clean off. Oh, that's my favourite part. Uh, it's not even close to me. I think Brave... Mm. I think Brave is visually interesting. I think for sure it's the ultimate bait and switch from like a trailer to what the movie is, which is I'm cool with that because I understood that they wanted to keep it a secret. But I just don't think it works. I don't I think the movie is tonally all over the place. It can't decide what it wants to be. What it decides to be is the least interesting option I think that they had to explore. And so for me, it's just outside of Cars 2, it's the one that I would rather watch the least for sure. It's not even Mm. close, Brave. I don't get that. I, I people always say that about Brave. People give Brave a, next to Cars. They give it the you know pretty bad rap, and I I don't get that. I it's think it's a pretty not, decent movie. I just don't like it. I, I mean, I want huh. to, and I thought it may have been something with me, so I I bought it on Blu-ray to watch it again, and I, I just <laughs> I just doesn't work. I just it doesn't work for me. Okay, all right. So well, yours is not my, Brave. Well, I'm very interested. My, then. Where are we going to go is here? Not Brave. Uh, my pick for the worst. Pixar movie of all time, minus Cars 2, is The Good Dinosaur. I think we went far enough today. Let's get you home. already talked about it a bit um you're totally right about the animation it is spectacular animation and that that tells you how bad the story is right. that with such spectacular <laughs> animation it's it's my my least favorite film and so it, i said when we reviewed it on this podcast that if it wasn't made by pixar disney would sue the pants off the filmmakers 
for stealing so blatantly from Lion King and Finding Nemo. <laughs> it's the same story. It's right. it's weird. I don't like that movie at all. So That's true. And that I don't is, I don't I'm, like our negativity here, Daniel. Let's go positive. <laughs> Yes, let's brighten things up. Uh, I am so excited to talk about our top three Pixar movies. All right, so with so many great films to choose from, Chad, what is your number three best Pixar movie of all time? Yeah, so I had two that really went neck and neck with this one. And these movies are like children. Like they're you <laughs> having to pick between two. It's like I, it's a Solomon kind of moment. It's like, I don't want to cut this yeah. one in half. <laughs> So, so here's the deal. So these two went back and forth for me, and I don't want to steal your thunder because I don't know what your list is, but I'll, I'll just have to tell you. So it was for my third best. It was between Toy Story three and Ratatouille, and ultimately okay. I came down at, with Ratatouille, and that's because I think Toy Story three has my favorite ending of any Pixar movie. I think that the ending just kills me every time. Uh, and it's beautiful, but taking the entire film as a whole, it's Ratatouille. That movie is gorgeous. It is beautiful. Yeah. The, the themes are pertinent uh, to everyone. And so for me, uh, it's Ratatouille. It's just a marvelous, marvelous movie. I agree. I had a similar dilemma for my number three favorite Pixar movie of all time. It was between Toy Story 3 and Up. And so oh, okay. for... For me, I actually did settle on Toy Story 3 as okay. my number three favorite Pixar. So, uh, you know, I saw that. I can remember so vividly seeing that in the theater. I was – that's the summer I was going off to college. I grew up with Andy. I was the same age. So to be – to you know, to see him finishing this chapter of his life and saying goodbye, I mean, man – uh, I know, I know, everybody can relate to that. But me, it was it was literally the same thing I was about to do in a couple months, and uh, so man, that movie impacts me a lot. It and does. so I really, really love it. I can totally get on board with that because I, I almost put it as my number three. And if you can, yeah. I can just watch that ending scene, having not watched any of the rest of the movie, and I'll cry every time. It's yeah. it's awesome. Yeah. It's an awesome movie. Agreed. Great. All right. So your number two pick for your favorite Pixar movie. So I said at the beginning that I was just trying to pick objectively the best movie here but this one probably got me a little more in the feels because it may be not objectively but I don't care and I don't know that a lot of people have this as their top one or two but it is for me and it's not even close and it's Finding Nemo I nice. love Finding Nemo I love the theme as, as we keep saying with all these movies I love what it explores uh, I loved it with my entire heart before I was a parent. Now being a parent, mm. it's even more special to me. Uh, I've watched it with my son five dozen times. He loves it so much. <laughs> but even beyond that, uh, it's just immaculately crafted. It's gorgeous. At the time when it came out, the animation for Underwater was yeah. was breathtaking. And it's just put together in such a... The funny is funny. The moving is moving. The story is uh, relatable. And so I think it's just about as good as, as it can get. So for me, it's Finding Nemo. Yeah, that movie is incredible. And you said for the time the animation was good. For now, the animation is fantastic. That's true. I still watch that, and I'm blown away by how beautiful it is. Yeah. Um, and it just takes its, it takes its time with the emotions and, and really – Let's you feel what Marlon's feeling, feeling scared and don't want to let go. And so I Finding Nemo is my number two favorite Pixar movie of all time. Awesome. That's surprising. (laughs) And not a lot of people have it up there. That's great, Daniel. All right. It's it's an amazing movie. That was my favorite Pixar movie for a long time until my number one pick. But let's hear yours first. What's your favorite? I wonder if we have the same one. I don't know, because I thought for you, yours might be up for me. There's this is 
this is not even close. This is, well, it is close. That's not true. Uh, but it's <laughs> a clear number one from a craft standpoint and from an emotional standpoint. I think this is a masterpiece. It is as good as anything that I've ever seen from an animation standpoint, just putting a, a movie together and it's inside out. So, Riley, how was the first day of school? Fine, I guess. <laughs> Did you guys pick up on that? Sure oh, did. Well. Something's wrong. Signal the husband. <clears throat> Uh-oh. She's looking at us. What did she say? Oh, sorry, sir. No one was listening. Is it garbage night? Uh, we left the toilet seat up. What is it, woman? What? I'm Joy. This is sadness. That's anger. What? This is disgust. Uh, and that's fear. Ah! We're Riley's emotions. Woo-hoo! That movie works on so many different levels from the way that it's constructed to literally creating a new way to talk about emotions with your children. <laughs> I mean, it's it's just magnificent in every single way. And it also has an end that makes me cry every time. So, you know, maybe <laughs> there's a theme there on my list. But I, I think... I think that this movie and and having to deal with maturing and moving and your life and growing up and as a parent having to, to navigate through that, which I have not had to do yet, thank goodness. I think it's just as good as it gets, Daniel. I, I don't know what else I can say that hasn't been said. Most people do regard this as one of the best, and for me, it is clearly the best. So there you go, Inside Out. Nice. I do enjoy Inside Out, but that is not my number one pick. Oh, not uh, even in your top three. Oh, you no. cold-hearted man. No. <laughs> you know, I, I didn't like Inside Out as much as everybody I, – I like it a lot. Do not get me wrong. But I, I didn't like it as much as everybody else uh, seemed to, so I, I don't know what that says about me. But okay. So my favorite Pixar film of all time – and uh, it's not just my favorite Pixar movie of all time. It's in my top ten films of all time, uh, and that is WALL-E. 700 years into the future, mankind will leave our planet, leaving Earth's cleanup in the hands of one incredible machine. His name is Wally. After all these years, he's developed one little glitch. A personality. He's extremely curious. And just a little bit lonely. But all that is about to change. love that movie i think it is gorgeous i think it's it's unlike any movie i've ever seen um you know just having i mean it's it's a silent movie for an hour yeah um and it's so the even though it's silent you feel such strong emotions and you connect with the characters so strongly it's a beautiful love story and i love that movie so much uh like i said top 10 for me of all time so my response to that would be very similar to your response for to me for inside out and i love wally and think that it is magnificent but i didn't have the same reaction that a lot of people did because 
I think the second half of that movie where they get onto the ship and things start happening is just a clear step down from the first half and in such a way that I think it ultimately damages the overall impact of the movie for me. Now, I know that's not that the same way for everybody, and that's why it didn't make my top yeah. three, but still a, a great pick. Yeah, I understand that criticism. I, I, I get it when people say that. I just, for me, it works. It works for me. Um, and the sound design in that movie is amazing. Oh, yeah. Gosh, Listen, so- what we're talking about right now is like some of the best films ever made. You know, <laughs> yeah. From one studio in a, in a window yeah. of about a decade. And that is remarkable. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And and for me, my top two favorite movies are both directed by Andrew Stanton. I, I, I love it. And then I had his third Pixar movie in my bottom three. <laughs> I don't know what that tells. All right. So that is our top three and bottom three Pixar lists. And we did have some people chiming in with us on Facebook. Britton Meathy said his favorite Pixar movies of all time were Incredibles, which we didn't talk about. And that's a fantastic that's movie. A great love movie. that movie so great much. Great movie, yeah. Toy Story 3 and Up. And so I can't disagree with any of those picks. Fantastic. And his bottom three were Brave, yep. Cars 2, and The Good Dinosaur, which seems, to, if, that if is this exactly is in order here. my list. <laughs> yeah, it is. And, and he, but it seems like he's got The Good Dinosaur rated below Cars 2 if this is in order. So uh, Britain, that is crazy. surprising. Britain's getting, he's getting <laughs> crazy. He's getting crazy. Well, I had Toby Shaver who responded and said he would put either Toy Story 2 or The Incredibles at the top. And he makes a very good point here. Although you could make an argument for like a seven-way tie for first, and he's absolutely yes. right. And then, yes. and then, as is to be expected, he said probably Cars movies at the bottom. So I'm going to disagree right. with him there with Cars plural at the bottom. But okay, even though you yeah. you put Cars three in yours as well. So thanks, guys, for that uh, for that feedback. Absolutely. So as always, chime in with us. We want to know what you thought of Cars three and our top three lists and bottom three this time. And so make sure you like us on Facebook, the Screeners Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at ScreenersCast, and hey, you can even email us, yes, email us your thoughts to ScreenersCast at gmail.com. Next week, we'll be reviewing Transformers The Last Night. I can't wait for that episode. I'm sure it'll be a blast. We'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to ScreenersPodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time. (laughs) That was was a tough ending. That'll work.